Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. How is it going? I am actually by myself today. This is going to be my solo show. It's a one-woman show. Do, 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 do. And Rob, unfortunately, could not join me this evening. He is still working. It is almost midnight. And bless his heart, getting things ready for E3 with his companions. And thank goodness, because we all want some good stuff to see for E3 this year, right? So um, I was actually checking out the tickets for E3. And well, if you are have a badge, good for you. But if you are a citizen of anywhere around here and a normal human being like everybody else, and you want to go to E3, they still have some badges available for a thousand bucks. You know, typically most people could afford that, right? No, I don't think so. They're out of their fucking minds. That is ridiculous. But whatever, that's the price. So good luck. Um, Because Rob isn't here, I will get to be doing all of my stupid rants on maybe Anthony Bourdain might make an appearance. (laughs) Probably not. This is probably the only appearance. But um, I get to talk about fart jokes, make my weird sounds, do all the fun shit that I love to do and not get those dirty looks that Rob likes to give me like the side eye and he goes mm girl I'm like okay fine maybe this time will be different probably not so um this weekend I went to Joshua Tree for Memorial Day weekend and had a fucking blast I went with one of my best friends and it was her birthday And I did a little bit of work out there, too, but after that, um, it was her birthday. And uh, we celebrated by basically enjoying life. You know, Joshua Tree is a national forest. It's a desert. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's the Mojave. And all there are are rocks, sand, and wild animals, and really beautiful sunsets. So it was kind of cool to just be amongst nature and relive what we did. We did this trip two years ago and it was one of the most magical experiences we had ever had. It's just so beautiful out there in the vast nowhere that we had to do it again. And and what's great about Joshua Tree is it's just a place where you can kind of, it's very spiritual out there. And I'm not a religious person and I'm not really a spiritual person either, but you really can find your center or at least what somebody would, I guess, call their center if you were out there and, oh, excuse me, amongst, amongst the stars and all that stuff. So a few crazy things did happen to us while we were there. Uh, we were at one point chased by a rogue hawk who was circling us and started to get closer and closer. And we are like, mm, maybe we should leave this hill and run back down to the car as it practically dove at us so that was the funniest footage I ever lost was from running away from that hawk screaming as you ran and jumped into the car nuts it probably wasn't even chasing us it was just curious as why we smelled so good but that was pretty funny um there was this one part of the trip where we were going down this like dirt road and you know the park ranger gives you maps and the maps have roads on it so you follow the roads to get to different places in the park but it is a desert and not all roads are paved so 
we were literally off-roading on dirt roads in a Honda Civic. And there was one point where we got stuck in a dune in the middle of nowhere. There was nothing around, and you have zero cell phone reception out there. So we pretty much were stuck. So the first thing that came to mind was, I have to push this car out of this dune. If she puts the pedal to the metal, we will make it out alive. So short story long, we I got back to the back of the car, and I braced for... You know how Wonder Woman would do it in the film, and I gave it all I got, and we pushed that baby right out of the sandbank, and we were good to go. Thank goodness, because we could have been buzzard bait. Uh, another thing that happened was, as we are continuing on that same road, we missed our turnoff, because it's hard to figure out where we're going out there, and we started going down this road that could have possibly been like an old creek because it was uneven, it had like old tires in it, and we did that for about five minutes before we learned if we don't turn around, we are going to get stuck, and this time Satine is not going to be able to push us out of this because we're going to be on some uneven earth where the car will be literally like hanging from like uneven ground to uneven ground, and it, there was, it was... The only cars that could, should be going through there are like huge monster trucks. So that was pretty fucking scary. But we made it. And uh, a few days, or actually the next day, or actually later that day, we went to this um, place called the Integratron. And the Integratron was originally built in like the late 50s, 60s era um, as a time machine. And apparently the person who came up with the, this idea was a man who had been visited by aliens and the aliens supposedly gave him these blueprints in order to build this device or this place where uh, the sound waves would be uh, amplified through our bodies and you could have a very spiritual experience and commune with extraterrestrials supposedly uh, to some degree and so we went and you basically go in and you lay down on a, looks like a yoga mat. And it was like a group of 20 people and it's beautiful in there. Everything's hardwood. And you relax and this man will play the, uh, a bunch of crystal bowls and he'll play music from them with a, like a wand or whatever it was. And you would listen to the vibrations and the sounds and the motions of the crystal bowls and have a really awesome experience. And I actually fell asleep. That's, that, was my, that was my spiritual experience. It was too deep that I fell asleep. So, But I had a really good time and it, it does clear your mind and your body and you do feel like really rested after. So that was exciting, I guess. <laughs> and um, we also... Uh, had frequented this bar two years ago called Pappy and Harriet's and so we went back for her actual birthday and that's where we celebrated her dinner and uh, it was it's a really cool bar where a lot of really famous people play like just before Coachella this year Paul McCartney played and um, we were hoping to see the guy who did the soundtrack for the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wildlands game because he was actually performing that same night, but they had outdoor and indoor venues, so I guess he was playing outdoors because we didn't 
see him perform, which was a fucking bummer, because that would have been really cool to see a video person who did a video game soundtrack in the middle of the desert, and it being the Wildlands soundtrack, which is like the perfect soundtrack for the desert. Ugh, what a bummer that we missed out on that, but... Whatever, we got some really good food, some ribs, some tri-tip, and made a night of it. So, yeah, if you haven't been to Joshua Tree, if you're in the L.A. area, or you're going to Palm Springs, I totally recommend it. It's literally like 40 minutes from Palm Springs and or two hours from L.A., so get on the bus and make a trip over there. So, that was my weekend. Um, uh, I, I have a dictionary.com word of the week. And it is hedonism, and it's a noun, and a hedonist is the devotion to pleasure as a way of life, or the doctrine that pleasure or happiness is the highest good. And I chose this word because Rob isn't here to guess it, and he would know what hedonism is. I'm thinking it's kind of a pretty well-known word at this point, and it's basically the you want you live for pleasure, whether it be sexual pleasure, spiritual pleasure, or like a happiness, like a personal just happiness. And I don't know. I think we we're all beings of pleasure, and we all seek happiness. So to some degree, we are all hedonists. And um, I actually took a course when I went to UC Santa Barbara for school on a philosophy course. And we actually talked about the father of hedonism and, you know, his philosophy. And I can't for the life of me remember who it was right now, but whatever. I had a whole class on hedonism. And so, yeah. So live life to the fullest and don't take things too seriously and if you're working really hard like 16 hour days and only getting one day off per week I think you should take a break and take a vacation that's my own personal thought what do you think Rob sound like a good plan yeah maybe we'll maybe we'll do that <laughs> so um oh I finished pray and pray was Freaking awesome. Okay, so I think it probably should get Game of the Year, honestly. It was like a sci-fi horror film you were playing through. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is once you get further into the game, it gives you like a lot of back-and-forth missions where you have to go from quest to quest to person to person, and it just takes forever, and it's kind of like what Andromeda does to you where you have to go back and forth and back and forth and collect this and go to this and speak to this person and give this person this and it's like really is this really necessary all these like little like busy work basically so other than that the game is really cool super challenging the villains just get bigger and badder and crazier as you get through the game um, the soundtrack by Mick Gordon is fucking phenomenal I'm sure Rob is going to get that on vinyl. It's going to be like his first thing he gets when that comes out. And um, actually, you can listen to the soundtrack right now on, I think, Spotify. Uh, just search it in Google, and you, you can find the places where you can listen to the soundtrack for Prey. It's really beautiful. And, uh, yeah, I when I finished the game, I took the hard route. And I'm not going to say what... There's three different endings, like major endings. And apparently I got the good ending. 
So, because I did like more of the problem solving than you can on the other like endings. So, it was good. The ending wasn't my, like the best part of the game. The best part of the game is the experience to get to the ending, I would say. But yeah, it was a really good game and I felt accomplished when I, when I finished it. And I do 100% recommend Prey. So if you haven't purchased it or played it, do so. Some uh, really awesome news that happened this week was that Wonder Woman premiered and the red carpet or the blue carpet was really cool and lots of cool people were on that carpet. But even more cool is that it has a 97% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So you best believe I am going to have my ticket ready for Friday when it comes out. Yes. And uh, of course, I have always been the cheerleader for female directors and Patty Jenkins, who directed this movie and Monster, is a very accomplished director. And I personally think that if not just a lot more films, I think most origin stories in um, like video game, or not video game, but um, comic book based films should be directed by women because origin stories, you have to have a lot of heart to it. And I feel like male directors miss the heart and they go straight for the action every time. And Rob's not here to defend that. Maybe he'll agree, maybe he'll disagree, maybe you all agree or disagree. But I feel like women get to the heart of the film, whereas men, male directors tend to... They touch upon it, but they don't get to the essence of it. And then it, unfortunately, kind of just becomes an action flick rather than... A movie with a good story that has good action in it. So there's a I, there's a huge difference there for me. Uh, so yeah, congrats on to Gal and to Patty and everybody involved in that film because I'm very super excited to see it and the costumes look phenomenal and I'm so happy they chose the red, blue, and gold costume for Wonder Woman as her uh, major gladiator costume or Amazonian uh, war costume because. It is fucking dope, and I'm glad they didn't just try to make it, like, some basic bitch colors. So, I'm glad they stuck to the original color scheme for her. Yes, moving on. Far Cry 5, the premise has been revealed, and they're taking Far Cry 5 to the United States. And according to Ubisoft, the pillars of Far Cry 5 became freedom, faith, and firearms. And after spending two weeks in rural Montana, the creators interviewed people in Montana and conducted several interviews in order to establish their, their storyline, their villains, their characters, their, their uh, basically what they're going to write about and what you're going to play when it comes out. And uh, the team also was able to create a fictional cult leader named Joseph who has three grown children and basically are his henchmen. And it's very much like what we see a lot in cult culture today, especially like these areas that have the KKK and all that bullshit. Like, it's so fucking scary out there what's going on. So I'm, like, how do people think this, like, these ways? How, what, what possesses them to believe some of the shit that they believe? It's mind-blowing. But um, anyhow, so this game is going to focus around that, and I'm a little scared because it's a little hits a little too close to home. But of course, 
I've never played any of the Far Cry games. Rob's gonna let me borrow uh, Far Cry 3. That's his favorite so far, so I'm definitely gonna play that once I get my hands on it. And um, hopefully uh, Far Cry 4 as well. That looks really cool too, and that was also one of Rob's crushes a couple weeks ago, so I'd look, I'm kind of looking forward to that one as well. But anyhow, the, um, the, this game is about a fa- uh, ooh, yeah. The game is about a father who believes that the end of time is coming, and he has been chosen to save people, whether they want to be saved or not. So, yeah, very religious background to this game, and it's going to be fucking scary. So, you can take it or leave it, but as you can see, I'm not very religious, so it's going to be an interesting play for me when I get my hands on it. Some games that are coming out in June. Wipeout Omega Collection. Booyah! Wipeout is the bomb. It's coming on PS4 on June 6th. And then um, ARMS, which is a brand new fighting game for the Nintendo Switch, which looks kind of weird. I don't know. Like, come on. Really? It basically looks like a third-person shooter, but instead of, like, firing guns, you're firing long, stringy, spirally arms at people. At your opponent. It looks it looks weird. I'm just gonna say that. It looks really fucking weird. But whatever. It's supposed to be one of their huge titles coming out in June. So maybe Rob will play it and give us a little bit more detail on that. One game I'm looking forward to, not because I want to play it because fuck that shit, but Dead by Daylight is crazy scary and it's coming out from the PC to Xbox One and PS4 on June 3rd. And this game is a, it's basically a survival game where you can play one of four unarmed survivors or characters. Hopefully you'll be a survivor. And you must elude an unstoppable predator um, by various means in order to survive. So it's a stealth game. You gotta be quiet. You gotta be savvy and work your way through this, I don't know. I'm sure it's like a chainsaw massacre, like house or... In an industrial setting or like, I don't know, you might be in the barren woods somewhere. It just looks terrifying. Fuck that shit, I'm not going to play it. It reminds me of that game Clock Tower that Rob and I discussed um, like on one of our first casts and one of the first episodes. But, or maybe it was Watchtower. I always get it wrong. Whatever, that game. Hell no, I hate being stalked and trying to survive the night. That is not my kind of game. But I am going to, of course, watch other people play it on Twitch and laugh my ass off at them because I'm a bitch, and that's just really fucking funny. So I'm going to get the popcorn out, get a glass of wine, and watch other people get the, the shit scared out of them. That sounds like a good night for me. So, um, yeah, Dead by Daylight comes out June 23rd. And then last but not least, our favorite Bandicoot is coming back to the PS4. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy on June 30th. If you have not played Crash Bandicoot, do so. He is basically the first face of PlayStation, and it was created by Naughty Dog Studios, who brought us The Last of Us and um, my baby Chloe from Uncharted. So give that a spin, literally, because that's how he breaks boxes in the game as he spins, and play Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy, June 30th. Uh, some other news. What do we got here? Oh yeah, so the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice director, Zack Snyder, 
he actually had to step away from the Justice League as the director, which I'm actually kind of happy about. Unfortunately, it's under bad circumstances. He had apparently there was a tragedy in the family, which I don't want to go into because it's really sad. But you can look it up on pretty much any Google site. And um, Joss Whedon, who did the Avengers film for Marvel, he and was producing parts of this film, he's actually stepping in to finish the film as the director. So uh, that's going to be interesting because they both have two completely different styles. Like Joss is a little bit more like slapstick humor, where uh, Zack Snyder's is more of very dark humor. So... That would be an interesting mix. Maybe that's what they both need to make like the perfect combo. Mm, I love the Avengers movie. That's actually probably my second favorite Marvel film. It's not my no, my first favorite was Thor. It's probably my second favorite Marvel film. But sometimes when you see them in theaters and when you see them at home, it's like a completely different experience. Where it's like, oh, maybe this movie wasn't as good as I thought it was the first time. But Hopefully that won't be the case. I'm very happy that the, you know, we're going to see Wonder Woman in another film coming up. So there you go. And let's just get real serious for a second. Uncharted the movie is in development and none other than Spider-Man himself is playing a young Nathan Drake. Tom Holland will be uh, playing Nathan Drake. Uh, in a uh, like a backstory driven coming of age story where we introduce our favorite characters like Sully and Nathan to all of America who hasn't played the games. I am not on board with this. As a huge fan, I do not want to see a young Nathan Drake story. You already get like the boring, weird backstory in um, Uncharted 4 about how you go through that old lady's house. That is not the most exciting part of that that game, by the way, running, rummaging through an old lady's house to kind of like find out who your parents were. That was actually really boring. So it doesn't make any sense why they would bring that to be the first film as the Uncharted, to start the Uncharted franchise. I cannot wait five more years for a fucking Chloe film, okay? We need to get her an Uncharted, the first one, ASAP. Okay, thank you. So as you can see, I am not too thrilled about the decision to make this a coming-of-age back, uh, what is it called, backstory-driven plot, whatever. But I'm going to, of course, watch it, and I'm going to love it because they are my characters, and I'm just going to deal with it, okay? So, but the other thing I heard about it that I'm not too thrilled about, and this could just be hearsay because it was word of mouth, is that Naughty Dog has nothing to do with this film. It is all Sony Studios and their people, and so that kind of makes me a little bit uh, uneasy because how can you not have the creators who made the film, who made, I mean, who made the video game and the characters, how could you not have them invested in the film? So that makes me a little cautious. But it's happening, so hopefully Tom Holland was a good choice and this idea to make a coming-of-age Uncharted film, hopefully that works out, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically, I went through everything pretty fast. Rob's not here to kind of, you know, throw things back at me, and so it's just me. That's it. 
That's the main event. But I do have a crush of the week. Who remembers Colin? Not Colin, like a butthole, but Col Col Colin? Not Colin, like Colin, Colin Farrell, but C-U-L-L-E-N Colin from uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes, I got it out. So Colin is actually this really hot, blonde, twinky Templar knight that you find. He's like super built, super hairless. And you can romance him as either the uh, male or female Inquisitor. So he is a switch hitter, which is fabulous. And yeah, romance him as you must because he is pretty gorgeous. So he's got like cute little nipples and wearing a big old set of armor and you could get him naked and it's all good. I mean... How else are you going to fight dragons unless you can't have a little a little something-something on the side, right? So, yeah, that's basically the show. Thanks, Rob, for ditching me today. I will not forget this. <laughs> so, uh, you can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Satine on Twitch. And you can follow Rob Fastdanger on Twitter and Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out, on Instagram and Twitch. And you can follow us at BitDiff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And next week is actually our 20th episode. We are turning 20 years old. And I think as like a thank you to those who have been listening to us, I'm going to play the entire bit different song at the end of the podcast, which is, it's a whole minute long, but I only play like the first like couple seconds for the intro and outro. So you, it's actually a really dope song if you listen to it the whole way through. So that'll be my little gift to you. And we're, we're going to get some really cool guest stars or, um, there's stars to us. There's stars to the world, but guest hosts here and talk more video games with um, a bunch of different people. And hopefully, well, maybe, who knows, maybe one day we'll go live stream and we'll do a, a visual feast for your eyes and your ears. So, you know, things are in the works. And um, hopefully we'll get lots of good tidbits from Rob about E3 once E3 happens and lots of insight to some new stuff coming out. So... Please rate, follow, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. And we hope to see you next week. Ciaozies!